evenincon.l podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the ever-hydrated Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And this is a show where I ramble and rant and tell stories about what's going on with me and gripe and bitch and do something, stuff like that. And I tell you about some podcasts that you should be listening to. And sometimes I even make fun of some people in the news because don't we all? (laughs) Uh, This week, I'm actually going to be skipping that part in part because I'm busy and in part because I'm no, it's just because I'm busy. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just I, I always say it's been a busy week, but coming up on vacation, it's especially busy. You know, we're kind of coming down to the wire. At this point, we're leaving in, in what's it, three days, and it we're just in, in full-blown overdrive, and we get the last of the laundry done, get everything packed, get the, you know, where's this suitcase? Okay, checklist, and again, my wife, checklist, 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 and so it's, it's just a lot of, of little stuff, but then there's all the those other details, like make sure that I mow the yard before we leave. Because again, summer in Arizona, your grass grows super fast. So I had to go in and basically scalp my yard to make sure that it didn't get too out of hand. And not only did I have to scalp my yard, but I had to race the weather to do it. So if if you're not familiar with the desert and the desert environment and the climate and the, the the irony that is living in the desert. The summer in Arizona, which is the you know surface of the sun, that's why I say I live on the surface of the sun, is the rainy season. <laughs> Monsoon season in Arizona basically kind of coincides with hurricane season in other parts of the country. But we get monsoons. Same deal, not so spirally. Huge wind storms, uh, tons of thunder, tons of lightning, lots of rain. And in our case, if you don't have any rain behind it, lots of dust storms. And dust storms are, I would, I think anybody who's driven through or gone through or experienced any of these huge dust storms, and I think I've talked about them before, kind of this time of year before, um, what they've, uh, they've adopted out here, sort of, I think it's the Indian word for the big dust storms. They call them haboobs for the giant, like earth shattering, you know, run for cover sort of dust storms. But if, if you've gone through a dust storm, you'd much rather deal with a thunderstorm. I will put up with just about any amount of rain over a dust storm because you can drive through rain. No matter how hard the rain is coming down, you can drive through it for the most part. You know, wind might be an issue. Visibility. It's a lot harder for rain to stop you from seeing with a dust storm. You can just be blind. You can be blind to maybe only five feet. Your visibility could be only maybe five or 10 feet ahead of you very quickly and kind of a regular occurrence out here. Well, typically what you end up having with these dust storms is it's kind of the precursor to the big thunderstorm that's behind it. You know, the winds start churning up the dust. You get this big wall of, of dust and this dust cloud on the ground rolling through everything. And right behind it, you know, that wind is bringing the clouds and the rain and all the storms behind it. So you end up covering everything in dust and then soaking it. And then everything's covered in mud because it's so caked in dust. And a lot of the, and you can on that tail end of the dust cloud, you're getting the little, the sprinkles and everything. So it's basically raining mud on the back end of that dust cloud. But that basically happened to us earlier this week. And Literally Tuesday, everybody, not Tuesday, Monday night, 
Monday night, everybody was kind of, oh, hell, it's going to rain. We've got a big storm. And even when I was looking up in the morning when my wife left for work, you could look at the sky and tell it was going to rain. It was going to be ugly. And uh, mid-afternoon, probably around four o'clock in the afternoon, I get a text from, you know, I, from her saying it's raining, it's pouring down over here. It's going to take me a while longer to get home. And I, you know, I ran around four 30 ish. I said, uh, uh, Facebook live comes up from my buddy, Mike Jolitz looking out his window to the dust storm coming in. You see the, du- the everything blowing around, you know, neighbors, umbrellas getting blown off their patios, dumpsters getting knocked over and watching. And I, I posted something on, on my Facebook and on uh, Instagram. Just a little clip around my driveway, just uh, the wind and everything getting blown around. But the crazy part about it was we had full sunlight other than the clouds. You look to the West and you've got this massive dust cloud in the West out near, you know, Mike and near uh, Chris, the mole man, they're basically in dust cloud land. My wife is driving from the east side, or at least east of us. And in the East Valley, two massive thunderstorm uh, cells converged and just flooded everything. So there's massive winds, massive thunderstorms. It took my wife probably an extra 10, 15 minutes to get home just because of how heavy the rain was and the traffic. And as much as I hate to say it, people in Arizona don't know how to drive in the rain. At the same time, the streets out here aren't designed for it. We live in the desert. We get very little rain. We don't want to divert the rain out into the drains. We want the rainwater to absorb into the ground. So everything is designed for the water to kind of be contained. And not that there's no drainage in the roads, but when I lived in South Texas, about every five feet along the the road is another drain because they needed to get the water off the road, especially you know out there, thun- uh, hurricanes and things like that. You're dealing with a lot more potential for flooding. And I'll, and I've been in a lot of floods when I was living in South Texas. It's just kind of part of the game, you know, hurricane season, there's heavy rains, there's floods. Even if you don't get a hurricane, you still have the heavy rains or from the hurricane that was somewhere else, whatever. Again, it's in the summer, rainy season, summer, funny, but here, not so much. You might have, it might be a quarter mile between the big, the drain vents on the roads, maybe not a quarter mile, but it feels like it, but you don't really have a lot of them. And so roads, when it does get really heavy rain, roads do flood more often. We have a lot more flash floods here. And again, in the summer, strange, but people are much more cautious on the roads and it turns into traffic comes to a standstill. We can handle, and it's again, we can handle the dust storms and we, we deal with it so much, but the wet stuff, not so much. The roads get slippery because they, they make it a point to repave the roads and keep the roads in very good condition here because they heat and everything really wears on them. And so the roads are usually pretty fresh asphalt with fresh lines. Well, that fresh asphalt is shiny as hell. And that shiny, freshly oiled asphalt mixed with rainwater makes it so you can barely see the road, let alone the, and especially not the lines on the road. I hate that. That's the worst thing about driving in the rain for me is when you can't see the lane lines and it's, it's dangerous because you know, there's going to be some Yahoo that's going to come screaming up the left lane or something. It's like everyone's being cautious and in the right lane, being real careful because they don't want, you know, or everyone's in the lane, the high lane. You had like that. You always have that one sort of graded off lower lane that that lane's got the high water on it. You, it's actually usually the right lane. Well, some jackass in a big ass lifted four by four pickup truck is going to come screaming through that lane because he's like, Hey, my truck isn't going to flood and he's going to fly through there and he's a going to f- just splash 
everybody's car and B, he doesn't care about your car. Everybody's going to get splashed. He's going to, you know, it's, it's just scare the hell out of everybody, not from the water, but more from the big ass truck just flew by and it happens every time it happened, flooded in South Texas. It happens here. It's just, yeah, you're in high water. Some asshole in a big truck is going to fly by you. But, you know, for me, that, that you've got that whole issue of if you can't see the lane lines, you don't know where the lane is. If you're over too far because you couldn't see the lines, that jackass comes screaming up and you're going to get plowed into oblivion. And no, thank you. That is my concern. I can drive in the rain. I can drive in the rain because I grew up in South Texas. I learned to drive in South Texas. I've driven in snow. I've driven, oddly enough, I've driven in snow. But I've driven in snow. I've driven in hurricane rains. I've flooded a car before because I was stupid and I drove my truck through high water. It was a smaller truck than than jackass who tries to plow through everything. But I flooded a truck before. Um, it's 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 different and it's definitely different driving here in heavy water because the roads aren't textured like they are in texas texas builds the roads for rain there's a lot more rain in south texas so the 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 roads are actually textured for like to drain off the water here no it's flat it's asphalt you could drag you could people do you could drag race on city streets on regular old city streets in Phoenix because the roads are that slick. You could do burnouts on, at a stoplight because the roads are that slick. But again, great roads equals bad for rain. And yeah, it was just, I'm not a fan. <laughs> and again, I, I can drive in it. I've driven in it. I've driven on slick roads. I've driven in the rain on bald tires, astro, not astro, <laughs> hydroplaning my truck. Doesn't mean I want to do it again. And I'm generally kind of a cautious driver anyway. And it, and it's funny because my dad used to race cars. He actually used to race cars at, at Phoenix International Raceway way back at God. It must have been 40 years ago. When there was nothing out in this area, I actually don't live that far from, from that cart, cart, from that racetrack. When my dad was racing, there was nothing out here. (laughs) You know, I live in Surprise. Surprise was a gas station back when my dad was out here. And learning to drive from my dad, the race car driver, my brother and I both are relatively heavy footed. But we're also cautious and it's kind of funny because I can put my foot down and I will drive fast. Smoothly. And that's probably the one thing that drives me nuts about the guys at work who drive fast. They stomp on the gas. They zoom around in traffic. They, you know, they're impatient. And it's like, I can drive fast. I'm like, even on cruise control, I'm driving fast, but I'm not going to drive stupid. I was like. Oh, the speed limit's 70. I'm doing 80. Can't tell I'm doing 80 other than the fact we're passing those people, but I'm not sitting here cutting around in traffic. I'm not making, you know, heavy, uh, hard accelerations, hard braking. And you know, I, I, I could sleep through my driving. I can't sleep through like when I'm uh, working out of town with somebody else, I can't sleep through those guys driving. The only time I ever hand off driving to any of my coworkers is if I'm too tired to do it myself and I'm going to kill us. But <laughs> and I've said it. I've told everybody. I was like, nope. So I, I do the driving unless I'm too tired. And I was like, I don't, I don't hand over the wheel until we're going to die. <laughs> but that's me. You know, it's, it's, it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know how you know. I know how I got from, hey, this is my week to, hey, talking about the weather to driving lessons with Adam. But train of thought, that's what my brain does. <laughs> Not where I intended to start the show. Really, it isn't. But yeah, you know, something like that. All of these considerations, you know, having to worry about 
the weather. And I'm, I'm actually worried about the weather for this weekend too, when we leave, because we made, we had these massive temperature swings in during monsoon season, literally Monday when this whole storm and everything hit, we went from, it was about 105 and dropped down to below 80. I believe. Yeah. It dropped down to like 80, 75, 80 degrees, depending on where you were in the Valley. But the temperature dropped over 20 degrees, nearly 30 degrees in about 30 minutes. That's a monumental thunderstorm waiting to happen. If you understand anything about how weather works, just know it gets really ugly after something like that happens. (laughs) But we're looking at when we hit the road on Saturday, it being about 105 again and thunderstorms. So that, that could be equally as violent. It's, it's going to be a rough go of it. And we, we were kind of laughing about this because every time we go on vacation is it's in the middle of monsoon season. My boys don't actually see the monsoon storms most of the time. Uh, last year while we were, I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but the sky is being very loud right now. <laughs> Again, ugly weather patterns and monsoon storms and, and the skies in Arizona are very noisy. Sometimes it's plain. Sometimes it's just atmospheric disturbance. The sky is very loud here. So I'm hearing the clouds and the atmospheric noise. It's really crazy. Um, again, I don't know if you can hear that. I don't know if it's going to come out in the edit, but it's, the sky is being loud right now, (laughs) but it's, it's just kind of a crazy thing that my, my boys never get to really experience the monsoon storms. They've, you know, they've experienced some thunderstorms before. And it always seems like whenever we're on vacation, we're dealing with rain somewhere, either like coming or going from home or while we're in Texas, there was actually a year where we were driving out of San Antonio, probably 30 minutes ahead of a storm that would have kept us in town for at least another day. Like if we had left 30 minutes later, we would not have made it out of town and we would have been stuck there because the flooding was actually so bad. We heard there were like hospitals that were uh, completely like flooding lower levels and having to evacuate people. Train yards where the water was getting so high that there were train cars kind of lifting off the tracks. it, It just got crazy. And I just remember being on the phone back and forth between my dad and my father in law and my wife and I just constantly on the phone through that whole drive until we got out of the state because they were, you know, as we're on the road, we're chugging through all this and we had a trailer with us on that trip. We were actually, that was the trip where we were bringing my motorcycles back home. Not that they work, but we were bringing, we had a trailer with my motorcycles in it and we were hauling that in. We were driving through storms, but the worst of it was behind us. We were basically running from the storm the whole time. And again, we got into the outskirts, like the suburbs of San Antonio, about 20, 30 minutes away. And then, you know, we were staying at a hotel. So my dad didn't know when we left, my dad calls me, please tell me you got out. And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, did you got, you know, have you guys left yet? Where are you? And they were like, yeah, we're out in, I forget where the hell that is. We were about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes out. And you're just like, you are, it's a good thing you got out when you did because the roads in that, in the area where our hotel was, the roads were completely flooded. And, you know, there was six to eight inches probably of, of water, standing water on the roads. It's just completely flooded out. And we'd have been stuck. There would have, we'd have had, especially with a trailer, we'd have had no way of getting home that day. We wouldn't been able to leave through those storms. But again, we were basically running from it the whole time. <laughs> that was that was a, a slightly nerve-wracking drive. 
but we made it, as you can see. <laughs> but it always happens to us. There's always some sort of storm. It always rains either here or there. Uh, last year, there was a massive monsoon storm here while we were gone, maybe two days before we got back. And my sister house sits for us and watches the, you know, watch our dog and cats and fish and does all that stuff. And she was telling me, and she was like, have you guys looked around the neighborhood? No. We come in one road and basically go up the other side of a block up the other direction. And they were like, yeah, trees knocked down and all this stuff just that this whole city was still in cleanup mode from the storms that hit a couple of days before. And we're like, Oh hell. <laughs> like we came home to clear blue skies and everything's nice and happy. Hunky Dory weird term. Why did I use it? And yeah, turns out they just had a massive thunderstorm that had knocked down power lines and ripped, you know, trees to shreds. A lot of that happened this week too with the storm they hit so fast so hard it you come you go from clear blue sky to dust and next thing you know trees are getting knocked over and it's pouring down rain and dogs are freaking out so we you know we missed it last year this year we're leaving a little bit later and my boys got to see it and my boys got freaked out not because of what was around us, because it actually wasn't that bad around us. It was just a bit windy. But after my wife got home, we put on the news and started seeing, you know, apartment buildings had roofs ripped off and you know, flooding at the airport and, you know, high winds and dust have, you know, so many uh, planes have been uh, delayed or canceled flights and all these things. And they're freaking out watching the news about seeing the damage that was caused. And so I saw a building where uh, an apartment building where the roof got ripped off and there were people like, you know, in the parking lot of this apartment building. One guy's car got completely smashed. Another guy was sitting on his, was literally sitting in the bed of his truck, filming the storm, getting you know those great shots that are all over the internet. And you see them on Facebook and Instagram and all Look at the storm rolling in. He's filming all that, you know, sitting there on his phone, sitting on the bed of his truck. And the roof comes down and nearly took him out. You know, crushed the car next to him as he's sitting there filming the storm roll in as his apartment's being demolished. And and it all happens so fast. And it's it's just a, you know, it's one of those things you don't think about it. It's so many of those things living in Arizona. People don't think about things like this happening here, but you know, it's, it's the weather here is, is it's newsworthy out here. It is, it is something that affects us greatly because of those big swings. It's such a crazy thing. But aside from all the weather, because Jesus, I've been talking about the weather for 20 some odd minutes. There was another big thing. That happened is happening this week. It's my wife's birthday. Not today. Uh, but my wife's birthday is this week. Before we leave, well, we're very busy. And between my wife working and me working, and we're both about to take a week off for vacation, we can't take the day off and do anything for her birthday. So we went ahead and did her birthday party on Sunday. Well, here's the thing about my wife. She hates surprises. She, and the thing about, like, she just celebrated the fifth anniversary of her 25th birthday. I'm just going to say it that way. <laughs> because if she sees the title of the episode, she'll probably try and listen to it and realize if, if I say how the actual number, she'll get really mad at me like that time that I oopsed and misspoke and said she was a Cowboys fan and had to issue that whole public apology and all that stuff. So let's not do that again, even if it is accurate. But yeah, <laughs> my wife basically told me to throw a surprise party. You know, she was like, Hey, you know, this year is, it's a big birthday. So you're going to do something for me. Right. 
Now, I, I'm not the I'm not the one that normally does stuff. I'm really not. I'm I'm terrible. I I don't have the time or the sense of mind to create to to plan parties. I'm just no good at it. My wife is great at that. My sisters are great at that. I'm I'm terrible at these things. So I reach out to my sisters. I'm like, hey, so Rihanna wants to do something for her birthday. It's this number birthday. You know, she wants a Lisa Frank party because my wife for all of her anniversaries of her 25th birthday is eternally a 12 year old in that regard. She loves her, her rainbow unicorns and kittens and, and all of that stuff. And you know, the nostalgia for her is very strong. She actually has a Lisa Frank shirt that she got from Torrid. And so it was, Hey, we need to do a Lisa Frank party for her. And she wants an ice cream cake and she wants this and this. And And we're trying to keep it a surprise, but essentially there's no way to keep it a surprise because how am I going to surprise my wife? And, and my sisters were like, okay, so how are we going to do this? So like, you know, oh, you can, uh, have her bring the boys over to my place and then you guys can all decorate. She won't leave. (laughs) It's like, if, if I'm home, I'm driving. (laughs) It was a lot of of theoretical possibilities of, well, what if you say, oh, you had to go to work, you got called into work, so you had to work, so she had to bring the boys over, she wouldn't do it. (laughs) She's like, nope, I'm not going to wrangle all four boys to take them over. Nope, we'll stay home. We'll we'll try and do this another time. It's it's very difficult to wrangle our boys, and and they will absolutely run her over. I have more experience with managing them all under extreme circumstances, but even I don't take them shopping anymore, especially now they they're just, it's too difficult to wrangle all of the boys together. So I don't, we try not to, we usually, we do things with all of them. We do them together so we can split, you know, divide and conquer and all that. Otherwise you just get run over. So (laughs) at least, Every possible, like, hey, what if we do this? Nope, that won't work. What about that? Don't, nope, that won't work. And it just boiled down to, how about y'all just show up? <laughs> y'all just show up at the same time and we'll go from and surprise and put up and like surprise decorations and show up with food and cake and things. And so that's what we kind of settled on. You know, so, but of course, throughout the week, as we're trying to plan this and all this stuff, I'm telling the boys, Hey, we've got to get the house clean. We're going to have company. And I I guess I should backtrack. We're getting ready again. Part of the getting ready for vacation bit. My wife is like, okay, so we got to get the house clean because we're leaving. And then she's like, okay, how clean does the house need to be? Like, does it just need to be us clean or does it have to be, we have company coming over clean. And I was like, ah, it, it needs to be company coming over clean. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> because again, she told me to do it and she told me when to do it. You know, she's like, Hey, we'll, we'll just do it the weekend before my birthday because we, we can't do it on her birthday and we can't do it after her birthday. Cause we're going to be on the road. So she basically knew it was happening, but it was more of the, she told me to do it, but didn't know if I was actually going to do it. And so it's like, is there something happening on Sunday that the house needs to be cleaned for? Yes. (laughs) And then of course I'm telling the boys, you know, we got to get the house clean. You got to make sure everything is great for Sunday because we have company coming over because we're going to have mom's birthday party and the older boys at least although they wouldn't stop talking about it around me and they have loud voices. At least if my wife was in the room, they wouldn't. Our four-year-old, on the other hand, not so much. <laughs> he decides, nope, I'm going to say, tell, say, mommy, we've got people coming over on Sunday, so we've got to clean the house. Like We're going to have a party, so we have to clean the house. But it's a secret. Like, yes, Buck, it's a secret from mommy. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell mommy the secret. 
So not that she didn't already know, but she knew. And so we actually ended up spending part of Saturday and Sunday morning picking out food and picking out the cake and all this stuff. And again, she wanted an ice cream cake. So we ended up ordering this red velvet cake with confetti ice cream, ice cream cake from uh, cold, cold stone. Yeah. And which my wife loves red velvet cake and one of our, our favorite, this is kind of a, an ice cream cake version of our favorite cheesecake. The cheesecake factory does this red velvet, uh, cake with the white, the stand regular, uh, vanilla cheesecake. And it's got like white chocolate curls and all this stuff. And it probably cost about as much as this ice cream cake, but either way, delicious. And again, I, you know, confetti cake. My wife is 12. So <laughs> she, you know, she picked it out and you know, we ordered up, we went to her favorite Mexican restaurant, and ordered a bunch of tacos and, and taquitos and all this stuff. And just did big Mexican spread because there, if there's one thing people from South Texas love, it's their Mexican food as white as their Mexican food may be. But you know, we, we put on this whole big thing and my wife, you know, she didn't know what was going to happen. She didn't know how much, what was going to, who and how and all of that. But, you know, even with her knowing that, yes, we have people coming over, you know, she had a hand in ordering the food. We sat there and negotiated on, well, what if we order this? What if we get this? And like, oh, I don't want to spend that much money. And ultimately ended up spending more than we didn't want to spend that much money. But, you know, it was, it was all for her. And it was just, you know, it, it's a big birthday. And my wife is one of those people that if I'd, if I'd let her, she'd celebrate her birthday all month. No, but it, it was just good to, especially right before we go on vacation and things have been stressful and. You know, work is stressful and vacation planning is stressful. Homework is, you know, class stuff is really stressful right now. So as much as it put us behind on all of those things, it was really nice to have that fun day. And again, Lisa Frank party. So my sister show up with a big, like, happy birthday sign is kind of Lisa Frank style and, and stickers and coloring books and, and a big, like, not a Lisa Frank balloon but like lisa frank-esque giant unicorn balloon (laughs) because what's more lisa frank than giant rainbow unicorns and my wife had found some like lisa frank puzzles and things at the store and so we had all this lisa frank stuff on you know i got her a tiara because princess and she had fun and that was really it it was you know get stuffed on tacos, eat ice cream cake, have, have glittery unicorn party and uh, let the kids run around and be them. You know, and just us hanging out in the kitchen, just chatting and having fun. We don't get to do that a lot. You know, just a de-stress afternoon and, and it was fun. And so even if my wife knew it was all coming for the most part, <laughs> you know, she thought it was going to be way earlier in the day. She's sitting there freaking out. She made us get up at like 6.30 on a Sunday. I was just, uh, no, no. We had gotten just about everything we could get done on a normal Sunday morning done before nine. (laughs) And I'm just sitting here like, what? (laughs) We normally don't get up until almost nine on Sundays. Normally it's like, we got to get up and go get, the click list on Sunday morning and like, All right, we got to go get click list. And then the morning kind of starts from there. And it's like, Nope, we were up and productive and packing because she wanted to get whatever, you know, vacation-y prep stuff we could done ahead of time before the party. You're like, well, the rest of the day is going to be kind of wasted after that. So let's do that first. And like, okay, so we're doing the grocery shopping and do all this stuff first. Uh, too early. Sunday is a day of rest. <laughs> we rest on, we sleep in on Sunday morning. <laughs> then we do all the things. And then 
we rest again <laughs> and we do some more things and then we go to bed again. <laughs> and there was just, we got up and we just did the things all day. It was just more things and more things and more things. But it, it was so tiring. <laughs> but again, my sisters were over. They had their kids. You know, my little sister was in from Tucson and her, her daughters playing with my boys and they were all just crazy all day. So it was a fun day. It was a good time. My wife enjoyed herself, you know, even though her birthday's not until Thursday. <laughs> we went ahead and kept, we've got the unicorn balloon and the happy birthday sign still hanging up. Cause like, I'm not going to take it down before her birthday. I'm going to let her keep her, her magic unicorn and her happy birthday until her birthday. And we'll probably, hell, we'll probably come home from our vacation. It'll still be hanging there. I'm pretty sure the balloon will have deflated by that point. But at least the birthday sign will be up. And because my wife, I went ahead and got the, the candles for the cake. We're, we're partial to number candles. I don't know. Just single stick candles gets a little cumbersome after five. So we've always just done numbers. So we ended up, I went and bought a new two and five to put 25 on the cake for her. She's like She saw I got numbers. She's like, what did you get? And I showed her. She's like, okay. She's like, I'd have been really mad if you got the other ones. I was like, every, all the time she argues with the boys because Bug will say, nope, mommy's 25. Like, mommy said she's 25. And the other boys will sit there and argue and fight. He's like, no, mom, you're years old. And it's just funny. So, I, and and when my sisters saw that I put 25 on the cake, they're like, really? Like, yep. And she took all the pictures and everything and tagged them 25th birthday. And I was like, you know, anybody who doesn't actually know and sees these pictures is going to think you're only 25. And it's going to look really bad realizing you have a nine-year-old. I was like, he was not born when you were 16. <laughs> so, <laughs> but all of that aside, I told, I tell her that every year. It's like, you know, very soon your I'm 25 is going to look really bad when we look at the ages of the children. It's like, oh, you're 25. Why do you have a 15 year old? <laughs> but she doesn't look her age. She doesn't necessarily have my eternal youth that runs in my family, but she doesn't look her age. She doesn't, you know, if, if she looks tired or stressed or looks older, it's because she works under fluorescent lights. And oh yeah, she's got four boys that puts ages that puts years on any mother. And so, you know, time took a beating to my, my wife, my, my mom, my mom's got six kids that wears on you. My wife shows the signs of having four boys. I'm going to live forever because apparently, you know, Irish vampire DNA, but that's a whole other episode that I already did. <laughs> I did that already, but it, it was a fun weekend. I had, a, you know, I, I did something to make my wife happy. We had tacos and guacamole because my wife loves guacamole especially from this place that we went. We went to Carambas. If you live in the Phoenix Metro and you know about Carambas, that's my wife's favorite Mexican restaurant. She loves their guac. I love the chorizo, but dear God, is it hot as shit. Um, but <laughs> good food. I don't get, I don't buy Mexican food very often. I really don't. I'll make it, but I don't buy it. And so I, I will buy their food. I will buy it from there. And there's like another place we go to get breakfast tacos, but that's it. Oh God, I'm getting too close to Texas. <laughs> I called it a taco. It's not a taco. It's a burrito. Anyway, <laughs> go back to Texas. It's all tacos. Everything is tacos. That's not a taco. It's completely closed and covered in sauce. It's a burrito. Don't you know what the terminology is? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yep. Rainbow unicorns, dust storms, monsoons. That's my week. <laughs> What about you? Did you survive a dust storm? I know uh, Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts was getting... She had some storms too. Except it's a winter in New Zealand. Yeah. That's... 
it's it's cold there <laughs> she's like she posts in her discord server about the weather she's got like a little weather tab and everybody will post their weather every now and then and she'll be like oh it's zero degrees now this is celsius because it's new zealand it's like that's fuck <laughs> i think that's that's 32 fahrenheit burr it's so it's like 30 some odd degrees there and then it she gets the other day like starts raining so she actually because she's adorable she went out and <laughs> just shot a video of her out in the rains like sloshing around in her 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 uh would they be galoshes i don't know rain boots <laughs> and it was just really funny because i'm like sitting there and watch it like on instagram and stuff and i turned the sound on and i think i had my headphones in and i'm like you just hear the splish splash the splash it's like it's adorable because this is you can't tell this could be a five-year-old in 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 rain boots you don't know you just see splish splash in the in the the water but i'm just thinking this is like some sort of an as what's it asmr video where it's just like the weird sound stuff like my wife will watch with people cutting through uh, the kinetic sand and stuff it's like one of those but rain (laughs) so yeah everybody did you survive a monsoon did you survive freezing New Zealand rain? Let me know. <laughs> Hit me up. Show at odddadoutpodcast.com. Cause, or, you know, Twitter and Facebook are always easier. <laughs> They're faster. Because who's not on one of them? Or Instagram. Hell, Instagram, fine. But if you're on one of those, if you're on Instagram, you're probably on Twitter and Facebook, too, to be honest. But... I said I'm not doing a jackass this week. I didn't say I'm not doing a recommended listening. So I am going to take a quick promo break. And when I come back, I've actually got a repeat from an old show this week. But there's definitely a good reason for it. So I will be right back after this. Want to know the story behind Pottern Family? Pottern Family started with a hashtag for indie podcasters. The podcasters who do this for fun and because we're passionate. We're not the big podcast you hear about, most likely. We don't have 10 to 15 people helping us with production. But that doesn't mean the quality and content you're getting isn't as good as any of those shows. Is there an area of interest you like talking to people about? Listen to an indie podcast on that topic. The hosts are incredibly reachable. We're basically clamoring to hear from listeners. We're just as much your fans as you are ours. No matter what you're interested in, Pottern Family's got a show for you. Like movies and TV? Check out the Epic Film Guys, the Something Something cast, the Boxers, or the Countdown Movie and TV Review. Do you like comedy? Check out Everyone Has a Podcast, the One Word Go Show, Afterburn 739, Now That I'm Older, Rick and Paul Heal the World, or Off in the Weeds. How about random trivia and fun facts? Check out The Endless Knot, or The Story Behind. Like comic books and geek culture? Check out Geek Yogurt Podcast or Little Geek Lost. I could go on, and believe me when I say there are a whole lot more where that came from. But you can find all these and more by searching the hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter. Hello, it's Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts, the podcast that features two types of episodes which alternate. The Sunshine ones offer inspiration drawn from nature, but in the Power Cut ones, I share honest insights into my life living off the power grid in rural New Zealand. If you'd like to check it out, it can be found where good podcasts can be downloaded, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SunPowerPod. Until then, be empowered by nature. Recommended listening. Hey there, podcast fans. I'm Matt. I'm Joe. And I'm Becky. And every Tuesday, we're getting goofy and geeking out on pre-recorded live. We talk nerdy news, movies, comics, and TV, video games, music, and potpourri. Wait, what? Potpourri? Pine cones and dried wood chips and dried flowers and stuff? No, like, you know, whatever. So I could have just said whatever? I think that's better. Okay, so let's say video games, music, and whatever. 
So check us out online at prereclive.wix.com backslash podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't worry, guys. I'll let that poop part out. Terrific. Uh, pre-recorded live. One of my very earliest features. And I've talked about these guys before recently. Uh, primarily uh, Matt and his battles with uh, cancer that has kicked him multiple times. And so much like uh, Perry and Lindsay from the pod stuff and Hello Life WTF, show went on hold during treatment. And they, I think they popped up one or two episodes in so far at the very beginning of the year. They were trying to do some video stuff and trying to do a lot of other things, but they just, they, once everything kind of stepped up with his treatments, they, between the toll it takes on his body and, you know, uh, his wife's work and taking care of things and just general cancer sucks and cancer throws your life into just a whirlwind of things. Their show has been on hold for several months, but this week, actually, this Tuesday, which if you're getting this on release day was yesterday, they just dropped their first new episode in I forget how many months, and they say they're they're changing up their format. Now, the thing with their format used to be is that the old promo kind of suggests is they had a very strong focus on, hey, we're going to do segments about this nerd thing and that nerd thing and, and nerdy headlines and video game news and movie and all that stuff. Now it was, especially in this first episode back, it was much more of the friends hanging out, conversing about silly things and theories. And, you know, one of those things where, you know, you have a thought and then you flesh out that ridiculously, a ridiculous thought, and you flesh out that ridiculous thought into a full-blown theory. And so they go on those sort of tangents <laughs> about sex with a jolly green giant and how that would go. And and so, you know, it's just so many different directions. But much like kind of what I'm doing more now, very, you know, free flow of thought and how was your week and what's going on? And of course, talking about uh, Matt's cancer treatments and the things and the way it was affecting things. And uh, But much more of, of a looser episode coming back, but it's also their first episode back after a while. But I love these guys. They're, they're not afraid to, to say they're not afraid to offend people is way <laughs> there's you know there there's guys like uh john and deuce from brand x and doug and anthony from who's right who who say some things that are mildly controversial um that probably can get them you know some twitter hate but mostly just with the guys from prl it's just kind of a yeah they're probably gonna say that that word or that thing and probably the not necessarily the most sensitive way to say it. And mostly that's Joe. <laughs> you know, Joe's not good. It's like, he's going to call somebody retarded, retarded. Um, he's going to use the most, the most weird description for, uh, lady bits ever. <laughs> but at the same time, they are, and much like I've done with a lot of kind of sensitive issues, they, they've had, you know, official statements on this is, are, you know, we don't cross these lines. We don't hate on people. But at the same time, much like me, they'll crack a gay joke. They'll crack a black joke. And some of their best friends are uh, from the, the guys from Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. <laughs> Which, if the name tells you anything, not a bunch of snowflakes. And I mean that in the, the physical sense, not the emotional sense. They, but uh, much like me, they're cracking jokes. They're telling silly stories. They're having fun. And sometimes the way you tell a story isn't the most sensitive, but it's funny. And when, and I guess I, I had to deal with this myself 
you know, kind of being accused of insensitivity at one point of anybody who knows me knows my feelings about issues and that I don't hate any particular group of people. I'm not, you know, I don't have any racial bias or gender bias or necessarily political bias. And I, I, you know, you do you just don't be a dick. And they're very much the same way. And anybody who knows me or knows them, um, understands that I may like calling retarded, retarded. Um, it's, you're not using it to refer to somebody who is mentally handicapped. You're using it to refer to somebody who's just being stupid. One of those words have different meanings in different contexts. Context is everything. And especially in comedy. Especially in nerd comedy. But it's... I I love listening to those type of shows where... There, that natural chemistry, and I, I said it when I featured them previously, the natural chemistry between the hosts is, is it's natural. It's, it's not fake. You don't have people that were put together to do a show just kind of is almost like mechanically. Like they're friends. It's just, it's the friend, the conversations they have and and the, the 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 directions that conversations go is strictly it it's very tightly knit with the fact that this is a guy and his and his wife and his best friend all hanging out together talking about whatever the hell they're going to talk about like oh this movie came out i like this movie or talking about the they went on a whole big thing about <laughs> Share, like, why is it women want to wear their, their husband's or their boyfriend's clothes? And Joe going on about the, you know what? I'm fine with you putting on my, my comfy shirt, but stop stretching my shit out. You've just ruined my hoodie. Don't do that knee bendy thing. You know, they go on and on about the, these sort of topics, you know, public service announcement. Don't stretch out my hoodies, <laughs> whatever. But it's all natural. They're not forcing anything. You know, they're really that close and that goofy. You know, they'll they'll make fun of each other for mis for misspeaking a thing. You know? Why? Because that's what friends do. I I just love natural friendship chemistry in a show. Um, much like I've said with the epic film guys, with oddly enough with uh, Doug and Anthony, especially with Lisa and Sam, it's the friendship. It is that friendship aspect of the show that even if you aren't necessarily, you don't necessarily like the way they deliver their, 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 what they say and the things, but you cannot deny that they're funny group of people who are just enjoying hanging out together. And that's what I love about the show. And like, again, I, you don't agree with everything everybody says. And maybe you're like, Ooh, really? You, he, you might cringe. It's like, Oh wow. You really used that word, huh? Okay. <laughs> but, but that's fine. It's all done for comedy. And yeah, people will say, Oh, that comedy is no excuse. Comedy is kind of an excuse because you will say and do things in for the sake of comedy that you don't believe that you don't necessarily feel. But why did you do it? Why did you say it? Why did you say it that way? Because it was funnier to say it that way. <laughs> you know, I think they've been, I think they referred to Siamese twins. I'm like, can we say Siamese twins? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, um, conjoined twins, you know, and go on. Is it insensitive to say Siamese twins? I don't think you can say Siamese twins anymore. I realize I'm kind of spoiling this, this return episode, but. I, I I love these guys. They're really good friends of mine. As you've heard from me talking, you know, when everything was happening with the cancer stuff, um, they're they're just a a great. It's a fun show, and you know, yes, it may not be your cup of tea. A lot of shows I talk about aren't necessarily other people's cup of tea. Hell, this show isn't for a vast majority of people, but I love listening to them. I, I, I just, 
I wish I could be in there in that group hanging out with them because they're just a fun group of people that I love listening to. It doesn't matter what they're talking about. It doesn't matter if they're talking about a new superhero movie or Becky's, uh, you know, workload with, with school and work and, and whatever, or, you know, can you call them Siamese twins? Whatever. Jolly green giant aloe stuff. Listen and you'll understand, but you know, it's, it's just a, (laughs) they're just fun. That's it. I just, I love listening to them. I'm so glad they're back. I'm hoping that everything stays smooth for them and for Matt with health stuff so that he, that they don't have, I don't miss them anymore. They, they, they're a, a very important part of my, my regular listening. And I'm glad they're back. And if you just like silly, absurd people being silly and fun and just, you know, it's, it's give them a listen. Find him on on Twitter and Facebook at Prerec Live. Uh, I believe the website prereclive.wix.com backslash podcast because Wix websites. But just give him a shot. Link will be in the show notes. Show notes may be late. <laughs> I guess I should get this out of the way. Um, if you've listened this far and all and you did not catch on, I'm going on vacation. Um, there will be no show next week. I thought about pre-recording a show and having it released, but I'm, I'm just too busy. I'm just not going to have time. Um, I'm not going to have time even today to, um, I'm going to do a quick write up for show notes for today. I'm going to do a, just a, I'm not going to be able to get the website updated until I get back. So the show notes will be whatever you got in your, your app. That's what you got. Unfortunately, there's not going to be anything on the website at least until, uh, about two weeks. I'm still working on, I, I got to do some updates for the voice production, uh, pages and putting things together, you know, working on, you know, developing my business and things like that. I'm, I'm doing everything I can not, I'm not, I don't think this is the right place. I'm not going to bother putting ads for my brand here (laughs) for the company here. You've heard me talking about as I've kind of grown this whole idea up and it's becoming a thing, you know, I feel all official. I ordered business cards this week, but anyway, (laughs) but so while I'm on vacation, I'm not going to have any updates to the website. I'm probably going to be dialing back social media. Why? Because I'm on vacation. Short of if you actually follow me on social media for like me directly or follow me on, on Instagram, I'll have probably have some vacation pictures, aquarium and, and family fun stuff. That'll be up there while I'm on vacation. Um, but you know, website's going to be pretty stale until I get back. Like I said, show notes are going to be late, but again, pre-recorded live is a previously featured show. So go to the recommended listening tab find them or any other show because there's so many that are in that on that page now so many shows so go check out the recommended listening page at odddadoutpodcast.com follow me on facebook and twitter at odddadout woo <laughs> or and, and instagram for don't forget about the instagram and just for a plug if you or anybody you know is in the market for podcast editing services or voiceover services if you just love the sultry sounds of my pipes drop me a line odovoicepro at gmail.com twitter odovoicepro if you are so inclined cause I gotta drop my business in here somewhere anyway enough with all of that crap Thank you so much for putting up with me if you have made it through all of my BSing this long. And wow, I went on long today. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Hopefully I'll stay dry and I will see you in two weeks. Thank you and good night.